listening to Squat Club on the Air. Hey guys, welcome to Squat Club Podcast. I'm Connor <laughs> with um, Jaden and Ricky today. We're just going to talk a little bit about ourselves. We've got a little bit of questions coming in as well. So yeah, say hi guys. Hey. hey. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, perfect. So we're just going to talk about how we got into fitness, especially this industry and how we started with Squat Club as well. You'll just get to know us. So if you see us on the gym floor as well, make sure to say hi. And yeah, anyone want to start up first? Um, sure, well, I guess man. I'll um, give my account of how I started in um, Squat Club. Um, unlike you guys, I really didn't didn't start as like someone coming in. I was a member before I actually actually decided to be a personal trainer. Yep. And I had no experience whatsoever before before this. So this has been my one and only job as a personal trainer. Um, how I started, basically by poking my head through these doors, like up in the office, constantly asking questions to these guys upstairs and just having- That's Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. I'm pretty sure, yeah, there was um, countless times where I was getting like sighs as I was poking my head through the door and Nash is like, oh, Jane's <laughs> up here again. <laughs> Put aside 20 minutes to have a, you know, a conversation. Um, but yeah, so just sort of making myself known basically just by being curious. Yeah. And then, um, so at the time my sister was getting personal trained by, um, by Luke and she told me that they were interested in finding a new personal trainer and my name come up in conversation and, um, that sort of started. So were you already qualified? No, I wasn't. No, no. no. Okay. So this was something that was like. Just a genuine new, interest yeah. for me. Yeah. And then um, I sort of got the, the gears turning in my head and I was like, maybe I, maybe I can. Um, and then I pretty much approached Dash and went from there. Basically said, get your cert, get qualified, and then we'll start you. So that's like how I started. So first here as a member and really getting to know the guys upstairs, basing, basically being curious. Yeah. And then. Um, so your love, of, um, your love of fitness came from squat club no, no other gym no um videos just squat club i i had trained at other gyms before yeah um but this was the one that really like started it all like my career i suppose or starting to think about it as a career yep um like like yourself like you had you had a little bit more experience coming from tennis yeah um yeah i was pt and like before I even am qualified, like um, I was coaching kids and um, adults as well. And yeah, they came to me, I went in a bit of fitness and they wanted programs. So I was already into the PT life. I wasn't into a gym yet. Yeah. But yeah, since well, when I was looking for a job at a gym and I came to Squat Club and yeah, you, Squat Club put me on and yeah, it's been amazing ever since. So, and I've just fell in love with the job. Yeah. So you've always had like a, a desire to help. Yeah, yeah. Every every single job I've had, it's been like helping people. Okay. I've been coaching since I was like thirteen, so it's been seven years now, and literally helping people one after the other. Like I'm still a kid, and I'm helping adults. So feels good. Yeah, it did. It felt felt amazing. Do you think because you started so young that helped pave your way? Definitely. To get a job as a PT. Definitely, because people aren't introduced into you know that changing lives occupation until later but because i was introduced to it like early on at 13 like people 
yeah, well, 13, 14, that's when I started actual coaching. So, like, on and off, because I was still playing myself. But you must be a weapon on the racket. <laughs> <laughs> I am pretty good. <laughs> um, but, yeah, people that age, working at Macca's and KFC, so I think I got very lucky. Where did your knowledge come from at 13? Like, being able to help people, is that more from experience? Well, at, at 13, 13, 14, because I was already playing for, like, nine years since then. Like, I was playing around Australia, um, like, five, six days a week mostly. So, um, yeah, I was ranked about 100, 100, 200 in Australia at 13. That's all age. So, yeah, I was just killing it. Yeah, every, <laughs> have, have, basically, you got, have you got basically. proof of this ranking? Yeah. <laughs> Is there somewhere we can look that up? <laughs> if you want, you can. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Give so me your website. I need a website. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could listen. <laughs> uh, I wish I continued and said they're coaching so much. Yeah. Um, and then, but, yeah, I still love my life, love where I am, where I'm at at the moment. So it's been really, really good. That was the same as you, right, Ricky? Like you started as, um, or before here, you had some experience as a personal trainer. Yeah, um, absolutely. So I worked at two gyms before I came here. Um, there was a gap in between me actually coming here and when I s left my last job as a trainer because I went overseas and lived for a while. Um, but similar to you, Jaden, actually, I worked, uh, I kind of was going to a women's gym in Camden and they kind of approached me about a job. They said, look, we need a receptionist. Would you be interested? And I was like, yeah, cool. So I worked there from about 16 to 18, I think. And then they said, look, I think you'd be a make a great trainer. Go and get your certificate and you've got a job here when you come back. And I was like six. So I went and did my certificate. And unfortunately that gym closed <laughs> as soon as I got my certificate. But I mean, you know, stuff happens and I got a new job. Um, and another women's gym, flew overseas after that, and then kind of one of my mates actually, my mate, one of my mates and my brother's girlfriend said, hey, squat club's hiring, because I was pretty like desperate for a job when I got back, I didn't really know what I was doing. And they were like, just go and do it, like all faith. And I was like, you know what, I will. So I yeah. did, and I'm loving did it. Did you like, come in to hand your resume in? Or did you um, send it? No, I, what did I do? <laughs> no, yes, I, I sent it, I think. I can't even remember what I did. It's I came in and there was um, no one down there. Walked upstairs. Come in and make I a literally good impression. I walked yeah. into the staff room. <laughs> 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 Worked out, but. <laughs> good. All right. uh, I think I emailed my CV. Yeah. Yeah, and so what were your first impressions coming into the gym after, like, not really hearing about it? Um, Somewhere completely new. Yeah, somewhere completely new, which actually was kind of nice because I didn't know anyone. It was fresh perspective. I no one knew me. Well, I wasn't aware of anyway. But now it turns out there are actually a fair few people I do know down there um, through mutual friends. You get but to know everyone really yeah, quickly as well. Yeah, it's cool. So like it's, it's a good. really nice environment. Like it's a big change from having like a homey little women's gym coming into like a, a big concrete factory and still having that sense of deep community. Yeah. Which I think so many gyms are missing out there. Like community um, breeds support and support is breeds consistency. Like if you're co constantly networking and being feeling supported, that I feel for me personally is a major step in having that consistency in programming and training and wanting to do better for yourself because the people around you are doing better mm. and they're yep. doing well. Anyway, <laughs> 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 nice story right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, in contrast to um, your other workplace, the other gym, mm. how did you find settling in 
like here? Was it difficult for you, like being in such um, a small gym before? Is that right? Yeah. No, I mean, no, it wasn't difficult in terms of trying to settle in. Um, because and not I knowing was, people as well. Like coming yeah, it to was more that. I think new. because I'd spent so much time, like I spent 18 months abroad just completely dissing the gym. <laughs> like <laughs> I went and finished my certificate, worked in the gym and then went overseas and everything that I'd ever learnt and like taught myself about looking after yourself went out the window. So um, it was relearning and then feeling like because everyone in here in Squat Club, um, I think they really pride themselves on looking after themselves and trying to do better and taking that yeah. next step, you know. Um, and f- and I was kind of like, oh, am I even going to fit in? Like I was 10 kilos heavier than what I am now sure. and I thought, oh, I'm not even going to get this job, you know. Like I'm, they're going to look at me like, you're in, what are you doing? You know, you're a liar. <laughs> and then I got it and I was like, shit, time to step my game up. Like I've got to be good. And, yeah, I've, I've really just appreciated the environment. It's been great. But what about you? That's good. I've I've loved every moment of it. Um, I found it quite hard to get a job at a gym. I was probably trying for about six months, even anything, reception, cleaner. Yeah, I tried everything. Um, but then, yeah, as soon as I got the call from Squat Club, which was amazing, um, by the way. So, <laughs> shout, out <to> Ash. <laughs> shout out to Ash and Lenka. And, um, yeah, so every, every day I step in here, I think. I thank Ash and Lenka and Luke for the opportunity. All right. Um, just the next question, actually, just following on from that, um, we had what is your purpose? So, like, we kind of talked about why we chose personal training. We talked about why we chose Squat Club. But, like, what's your purpose? You know, is it – you said helping people is your purpose. But yep. is there something specific? Like, you like training kids. Jaden, have you got a specific market that you're targeting or, like, you're wanting to help? Just you know? in general, yeah. I find, um, I say like majority of the people that are in this industry because it's so difficult, it is to help people. Mm. Um, but that's not enough. Like you have to have a genuine interest in, yep. you know, in the human body to, I guess, mm. continue forward. Like yep. helping people is one thing, but then being interested and in doing extra studies on top of that is also another. Continue education, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's something that, like I've like I've always had I've always had this interest in sort of how the body works, whether it's like biomechanics or um, basically anything to do with like nutrition and things like that. But yeah, mm. that's basically yeah my why my why obviously is yeah to help people because um, I work with people and that's sort of what my job revolves around. But then having a big interest in it, is yeah, that, um, you need to love it. Yeah, I think it's really important as well. Actually, that's a, a good a good point because um, someone wrote in before to our Squat Club um, Instagram, um, you know, this job obviously, is it about money for us or is it about genuine wanting to help? Um, and I think that's a really important question because as like we're learning and as um, a lot of the coaches before us have learned is that this industry is tough. Like you have to be good you have to know what you're talking about yeah um, in order to make money and it's so it's not about the money to start off with but it does come eventually if you're paying attention you're trying to do the right things you're trying to look after the the, the clients that you actually have um what do you guys feel about that in terms of i feel like 
I feel like there's money in every single job. You just got to work hard to get it. Mm. So that's what that's what you know makes you different. Yeah, you can easily be a PT and just earn an average wage, or you can push yourself and you know earn some real money. You know what I mean? Mm. I agree. I like there is especially with personal training a um a period of like where you have to dedicate yourself solely to helping people and like that's sort of sort of what like builds the foundation yeah. of your your business and your name and like 100% I agree like money comes later and it always should like I don't yeah. think you should ever get into a line of work just for the money mm. I think it's bad for the people around you and bad for you <laughs> yourself yeah, as well yeah. like you should have a genuine interest and a love in the job and if you do it shows yeah. and mm. like True. no matter what you do if, I feel like if you enjoy it like the money will come i oh, think like definitely being yeah. happy you enjoy it the more hours you would work yep yeah. the yep. more money that will come that's yeah i think that all yeah all comes from enjoying your job or having an interest in your job yeah yep. rather than just like searching for the money <laughs> <laughs> yeah comes yeah. full circle i think 100 yeah. percent. yeah okay cool all right um yeah i'm the same i definitely agree with that i think money is you know it's it's really important it's quite valuable but if you're sites are set on money to start off with then in any job doing it for the wrong reasons yeah you're so yeah. like your motivation is just gonna go straight out the window because yeah unless you're highly highly motivated by money you don't really care about it i don't care about anything else you start putting yourself on hold you start finding all these really negative things that you, you might not think are, are negative to start off with but then they become it's like an increase in pressure to try and make more money and they're just you know, you end up kind of falling apart as a person. Correct. I think, like, if you are that focused, yeah. your whole life just deteriorates. Like, yeah. social circles, yeah. like, families, uh, relationship fam like with your family. Yeah. Like, all those sort of things start to fall apart. So, Absolutely. I don't think that um, <laughs> chasing money would be yeah. an ideal <laughs> way of going about uh, your life. But I, 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 it plays a role. Like, yeah. of course, oh, it plays a role. You have to live. You gotta exactly buy food. Right. You gotta have a shelter. All these things, you know. Um, but to give up your whole life for it, I yeah, I would agree with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely not. It's just not worth it. Silly. Um, so today we also wanted to kind of um, talk about uh, our study life and our training. Like, so we've talked a bit about work. Um, I think we all study here. Um, well, actually, I've deferred, so I'm not studying. <laughs> Used to study. <laughs> <laughs> Used to study, yeah, could have been. Um, Jaden, how do you find balancing, you know, work life and study, considering um, you're in your second year of uni now? Yeah, yeah, yeah quite difficult, <laughs> to be honest. Um, it is, yeah, as we said before, like, the industry is pretty intense. Um, it does demand a lot of your attention, but I feel like choosing your hours carefully focusing your attention so when you're here at work you're doing just work and when you're studying you're just studying um really helps out with that yeah because it can get pretty shady like can have you know it's crossover you can be like Set listening to a lecture and like replying to clients at the, <laughs> at the same time yeah. i think um to be the most effective at you know either size of things like whether it's your work or your study you need to dedicate yourself just to that and yeah. having a um a solid schedule that's realistic mm. plays into that massively. Um, I don't know, like what what's your experience on on studying when you were and sort of this industry? 
Um, so I was never studying um, and working as a PT. Um, so like I kind of did my certificate and then worked as a PT. Yep. Um, and then I started uni at the start of this year, but then um, went through a bit of uh, mental health issues. So I kind of deferred it because I didn't think it was right for this time, I think. Because I want to focus so much on helping the people in this community and making a name for myself in Squat Club, um, I think studying and doing those two things just finding your feet in your industry. Yeah, so I think choosing one um, one that is going to benefit me more at this point in time, which is getting to know everyone. Like I said, making a name for myself is priority. Um, But yeah, I I enjoy studying. I love learning, Um, but. Even as simple as going and picking up a book, or you know, looking up stuff on the internet, like, but being really careful, like if like yeah. people who are out there listening, is really trying to figure out, engage what's correct, like make create no, your own opinion and make sure that you, where you're looking and sourcing information is um, relevant and true. You're not kind of just looking up trustworthy um, as well. Yeah, yeah, trustworthy, absolutely. You're not just looking up, you know, consumer articles that are. F- bad fat loss diets or anything crap. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> crap is a great word yeah. um having yeah. a sphere of um information that you know is reliable and that is um up to date is important True. it's good to have uh what about yourself connor like yeah. um, i don't know have you studied and worked in the industry yeah well i'm because so, i'm not a fully qualified pt yet okay um i've done my set three um doing my set four now um, yeah, I've, I've found it very difficult. I still am finding it very difficult because I'm with PT and tennis coaching and studying and still trying to train myself. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on, um, but it's, you got to remember, it's always going to be difficult. You just don't throw in the towel. You keep, that's, that's my look on it. Um, I'm always finding ways to make it easier for me day in and day out, um, like scheduling and like you said, like planning what you're going to do, focusing on one thing. So if I'm at like if I'm at squat club, I'm going to focus on, you know, squat club and personal training, writing programs. Same thing with tennis coaching. If I'm there, I'm going to focus on lesson planning um, and tennis. So, um, I'm yeah. That's I have a question on that. Do you schedule in like me time, like time where you're just going to be doing nothing? Is that something that you actually I proactively yeah. schedule into your week? I am. Um, I definitely do need to do more than that. Um, that's yeah. That's I am finding it difficult, but I'm sure I'll work out a way which will help me in the long run, which is good. So, what about you? Do you, Ricky? Do you schedule in like me time? Or oh, I love me time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Any time I can get for me time is is perfect. Um, but no, it's definitely it's so important. I used to um, I worked three jobs back to back, um, before I went over t- uh, to England, and that in itself was really testing like you really had to be organized and on the ball um scheduling and then also taking that time to go and do like something like sport it you might not necessarily want to come to the gym every day of the week like for some people that's a hassle like you have to find what you love doing in order to keep yourself happy sane you know fit whatever um and mine at that time was dancing um uh Pilates and oh my memory is shocking, but I'm gonna say volleyball. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> about right. Um, yeah, so I was doing all those kinds of things, but it's so like you have to make time for yourself. Yeah. It's crucial. Like you can't have a relationship 
will die with out. Your, yeah, you know, you can't have a relationship with your body and mind and be sane if you're not looking after you. You yeah, know what I mean? You can't exactly. be good for everyone else if you're not being good for you. Yeah. I think. Um, That's something that, yeah, I probably haven't done that great a job yeah. at in the past, but um, it is, I've, I find it more and more um, relevant and important to take care of. Like just even now, I think back to when I first started it, like kind of got, you know, just taken in by the um, the whole industry and sort of wasn't giving myself enough me time. And I definitely burnt out like Jumped studying and yeah, yeah. Um, building like a, a foundation of clients. It's, I realize it more and more. And so like you guys now, like that'd be like my biggest tip is like yeah <laughs> make sure you have that time to yourself because as you said like you've experienced it with your past three jobs it's it's something that if you don't have it's exhausting yeah. you just run yourself into the ground absolutely yeah you do go crazy um yeah me time very me time is very important um you you need to have it um i think <laughs> um i think to help schedule me time, um, non-negotiables are something that, you know, benefit is like a tactic that benefits most people. Like if you're struggling to kind of create that space, start, you know, w- when you're scheduling, start going, okay, I need to do this. If I don't do it, um, for example, like I eat breakfast uh, within the hour of me getting up and that if I don't eat breakfast, I'm the biggest bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm a terrible person. I hate myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hate myself and I hate everyone else. But um, that is a non-negotiable. That makes me feel good. That, you know, it starts my day off right. Another one is actually so simple and I got it from Tony Robbins. If anyone listens to him. Yes, Tony Robbins. Yeah, yeah he's... Um, never heard of him. If you're ever having <laughs> yeah, a bad day and you just need a little bit of extra kick, listen to this podcast, but then go and listen to Tony Robbins. Because yeah, after this one. <laughs> yeah, after this podcast. Um, uh, I'm plugging Tony Robbins here. <laughs> um, yeah, but he's great. He's got some like little good little pointers. But uh, he said, you know, one thing is make your bed in the morning. Make your bed. If nothing else, if you accomplish nothing else in that day, you've made your bed. And you can come back and go, oh, today was shit, but oh, sorry, I don't I made know. made my bed. Like, yeah, I made my bed. You know? <laughs> I got to jump like, into exactly. a neatly <laughs> made <So> bed. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I look at it. I've actually heard that from a few people. Yeah. Like a few... Um, I guess psychologists like start with something so simple as yeah. making a bed. Small wins. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Oh, that I love yeah. small wins. Like, <laughs> yeah. Mainly because I'm not very good at the big ones, but the small <laughs> wins. The small hey, the wins. small wins yeah. make up the big yeah, ones. Exactly. Baby steps, like, baby steps. So true, man. Um, so, what would be your like, other than, I guess your top three? So you got your breakfast within the hour. Yep. Making your bed. Yep. How many do you have personally that like oh, you I go through whole, every day? I have a whole list. Like, God damn. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm an, I'm, I have if if a screw comes loose, it's because I haven't done something. Like that is not in routine. routine. Yeah, I love routine, I'm, and like most people, we are creatures of habit. Um, and if we start picking up negative habits, which I did when I was overseas, um, so me party. and Sarah are going to do a podcast about travel and how that works in. But just quickly. Um, I used to make pancakes at three in the morning. <laughs> so that was like, you know, that was me going, I don't have routine, I don't care. So I went and made pancakes at three in the morning when I craved it because, you know, you just, you have no structure, you're kind of just winging it. Um, yep, go and on. It, yeah, exactly. So go here, make pancakes, do whatever. What about yourself, Connor? Is there any non-negotiables or anything that you follow that really helps you um, keep on track? 
No, I wouldn't say there would be any um, non-negotiables. Stay sane, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> so you don't make pancakes at 3 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> Stop you from doing crazy yeah, stuff. It's a, like a, it's a bad place to be. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I mean, it can't be too bad, those pancakes. <laughs> I definitely try to find time for myself, um, especially at night. Um, I have a reminder set. Every every night at 9.30, I do 100 push-ups <laughs> just before <laughs> bed. And it just, it just makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah, so I set that up. That's been going on for about three, four months now. And, yeah, I think that keeps me quite sane. Because after that, you just you feel amazing. Like, accomplishing one little thing just before bed. Mm. I'd say, like, my biggest would be just start of the week, Monday. Like, having my schedule done for the week. Yep. And yep. knowing exactly where I have to be at what time and what I plan to do is, like, my biggest non-negotiable <laughs> i think that's like my number one next to training and other things like that but i feel like if i've got my my week laid out and um i've accounted for everything like i put in my training i put in um like all the clients that i have all the places i need to be it's sort of like one less thing that's planned out on my mind yeah. yeah i just sort of know what i have to do it's like if you ever want to know where i am <laughs> Get a hold of my schedule. <laughs> Google calendar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like on that, like if I don't, if I don't schedule in training and things like that, like it won't get done. Yeah. And so like I find having everything laid out and being like, this is what I have to do. Yeah. And just like one of those little extra things that holds you more accountable, I suppose, because it can be quite difficult to let things slip yeah. when you have so much going on. So. I think that's a really good point actually is, being accountable like you have to feel good about being accountable because mm. otherwise you won't be like if you hate doing something then and you're choosing you're constantly choosing some stuff that you don't like um like i said before choosing exercise or, or sport that you don't like you d you're gonna suck at it you're not gonna love it it's like anything um so choose things that you know you are gonna be sure that you're gonna commit to you know and it's the same with like eating food um nutrition and things i think you guys could agree with that is you know if you're constantly trying to eat things that you don't like for yeah. a benefit of you know trying to be lean good, or something yeah. like that then you're you're doing it for the wrong reasons you know, yeah and you're, you're not gonna see the results that you want 100 um, percent. in in or, or like on this on the topic of training like you know how have you found training this year because obviously this whole covid mess has played a big part in everyone's life how have you found it coming back from that hiatus me? Yeah, yeah Jade. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically um, you. <laughs> I probably didn't notice that much of an impact um, because I was fortunate enough to still have um, the gym available to me. Mm. Um, so I haven't had that, you know, that issue that most people have gone through. Um, so I've been okay. And even coming out of it, like still able to keep up my training. Um, what about you guys? Um, no, it's just the same here with um, having access to a gym, which, yeah. you know, a lot of unfortunate people weren't allowed. Um, I think it impacted the fitness industry um, quite a bit, do you reckon? Um, I, I, I know it, a few In, in positive and negative yeah, ways. Yeah. Like, people were forced to think outside the box when yeah. it all occurred. Okay. So I think there's been, like, yeah. a lot of avenues that have opened up for people exactly. who, you know, may not have the time or, you know, have sort of excuses not to train, I think like no equipment yeah. or, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's got um, 
people's creative hats on and they've sort of had to, yeah. to explore a little up. bit. But even if the gym's not for them, but a lot of people have opened up that the gym is for them. Yep. Or even just, just finding other avenues of health, like like health in general doesn't really have to revolve around the gym, like taking yeah. care of yourself, but although it should be in there. Yeah. Um, I think it's forced people to sort of look outside the box and explore where else they can find joy in terms of like being healthy. Mm. It's interesting. Um, but yeah, positive and negatives from the whole COVID yeah. experience. Yeah. <laughs> what about your training in general? So obviously, how long have you been training for? Oof. I'd say like five, five, six years now. Yeah. Yeah. So in yeah. that five, six year period, bouncing this question to you as well you know how many times have you kind of had a moment where you've either hit a plateau or you've hit a hiatus and gone I don't know what I'm doing I don't want to be here or you know you've had great you've had a great experience Mm. in those five six years obviously you want to keep coming back but for our listeners that are out there at the moment who might be really struggling to get back into the gym what are some pointers that you have for them um and your experience just do it. <laughs> no, I find like the hardest step is always going to be the first one. So just making sure that you can be here or like obviously like everyone can take the time out of their week to be here one hour or like half an hour or something like well, not even here. There isn't yeah. fitness in general. Exactly. Um, you always find ta- time during the day. I mean, not everyone, no one works 24 hours a day. Exactly. So I think like just finding the time um, and setting it aside and just doing it, whether like if it's big or it's small, um, just taking that first step and committing to that, I think that's the best place to start um, because then after that you get comfortable within that and then you can take that next step. And then so it might look like, you know, going from half an hour to an hour's training or it might look like going for a 10-minute walk to a 20-minute walk whatever yeah. it may be, just look at taking that small step and just yep. focus on progression for yourself rather than what everyone else sort of expects or the expectation of the industry or what's optimal. Um, yep. Because that's, you know, that's, well, you'll end up chasing your tail for f- like forever if you're chasing optimal. Like life's very challenging and there's a lot of ups and downs and things thrown at you. You can't really anticipate life. So um, just doing your best and, being consistent with improvement over long-term is what's probably most important. Um, but in my like four or five or yeah, five years of training, there's been heaps of that. Like I could tell you back when I was in year, you know, 11 or 12, my training was more optimal, say, <laughs> like way better than what it is now. Um, but I had a lot less going on, so it could be more of a focus for me. Um, at the moment with work and study, like I'm training probably nowhere near as much, but I'm doing as much as I think I can and always, you know, focusing on being consistent with that. Um, so yeah. there's definitely going to be like ups and downs with training, just depending on what's going on in your life. But it's always important to just dedicate yourself like to some sort of training or self-care or, you know, focusing on your health, looking out for yourself. Um would What's you say you enjoy ex- it? Pardon? Would you say you enjoy training? Enjoy training? Yeah, yeah 100%. Yep. Yeah. Um, I enjoy chasing, like, 
bettering myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds very silly, but like even like one more rep or just like two more reps, like here and there, it's just like, again, little, little wins, those little yeah. wins where you're just like, it drives you. It's really, it's um, addictive almost, but chemical yeah. high, chemical high, <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. What about yourself? Like with your experiences, how long have you been training Ricky? Um, so I've been training on and off since I was 15. Um, yeah, so the women's gym that I worked in, she wasn't like this gym. She was very much um, like it, there was no big heavyweights. It was very much more about um, lifestyle and well-being rather than, you know, how much weight can you chuck around. Even though th- this gym was like that too, it's just the contrast in gyms. Um, so this is actually my first opener into coming in and like being able to <laughs> lift a lot um and all kinds of different exercises that I never thought that I'd be actually doing so for me this has been a big learning curve uh curve sorry <laughs> I always I Either always or. say that one wrong. <laughs> people always pull me up on it so I'm gonna pull myself up on it now um yeah I don't know where I'm going with what I'm trying to say right now so Connor can you like finish <laughs> this off and then bounce it back to me <laughs> <laughs> so going back on what Jaden said um, the first step is hard, but it's so worth it, isn't it? Yeah. Every every other step after that gets easier. Um, but yeah, you do go through moments in life and with training that you know it slows down and speeds up. I remember back when I was in high school. Um, I remember when I was training for tennis, and um, I would wake up every morning. I'd run for about two, three k's, and I'll just do that every morning. Like I've stopped that now. Um, but yeah, you do go through moments like that. But it's just that first step you need to take just to get your foot in the door and then the training gets easier and you learn to love it and learn to enjoy it. Yeah, I think, like, you always have to have, you know, some time set aside for your health. Yeah. Like, you only have a certain amount of attention that you can give to or, I guess, amount of effort that you can give to your life. But um, making sure that some level or some um, effort is applied to yourself and your health is what's important. Yep. Um, rather than just, you know, pushing it aside, because it can be very easy to push push it aside, um, but it's not what's going to be best for you long term. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's always um, harder to come back from that, like the further you keep pushing. That's always what I have in mind. I have like, I'm going to go through periods where I'm going to have more on in my life and I'm going to have periods where I have less on I'm always going to just do my best to be the best that I can in the gym, if that makes sense. Um, But then also accept that, you know, when it is difficult, I'm not going to be able to perform as I previously have been. But I'm still doing the most that I can. Yeah, people get busy. Exactly right. Yeah. I think of it like a a glass of water. Like if 80% of that is filled with my life, I can only fill like like 20%. That's a lot, but 20% with training. And if I've got 60% filled up with my life, I'm going to try, I'll do my best to fill the rest up with, you know, training and perf- like push it. So when there's less life stress, I tend to focus more on my health and my goals in the gym. But then as that increases, I know that I can't keep up that. And like, that's okay because I know next time that, you know, I'm not going to have that much on, yeah. I'll be able to pick up, pick up my game again. Like, how have you gone with that? Like, the past six months right working here yeah and studying kind of on and off like have you noticed that as you've tr- sort of transition transition into that with work and um study like how's your training 
has your training impact or been impacted? Um, so I had a gym at home throughout COVID, which is good. Um, and obviously the gym here was open to us. Um, with study, uh, that was – I kind of put study on the back burner. Like I opened my book probably once, so <laughs> that kind of <laughs> – <Yikes. laughs> that's why I did it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in terms of training, um, I think my training has really developed since starting work here um, and a lot more than what it had previously. But I'm a lot weaker now in terms of um, what I can lift, whereas before – like. What do you attribute that to? Um, probably because I took a year and a half off exercise. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that doesn't help. Um, and um, on your point before about, um, you know, taking mini baby steps, you know, yeah. um, that was for me, I didn't, I stopped training when I when I got overseas and I thought, oh, I'll join a gym. So I started up at Anytime Fitness and I went probably once a month. <laughs> So that's 12 times in a year, <laughs> which Oof. is terrible. Um, Expensive gym session. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> Cost per session, very Seriously. high. Oh, it was just ridiculous. But that's what happens, you know, when you kind of stop focusing on yourself. And then coming back into the gym kind of environment was looked like a mountain. Mm-hmm. It's just I kind of felt like Muhammad. <laughs> it's so yeah. easy to train here, isn't it? Yeah, being, it is. Being like, around people that, yeah. you know, love to be here, love to train. It makes it so much easier as well. Absolutely, yeah, totally agree. Um, it's it's such a great it's such a great environment, um, and I don't I don't say that you know I don't say things really willy nilly. I don't you know I'm pretty honest with what I say. I think, um, and yeah, I really appreciate everyone who is here who's like given us a shot. Like Jaden, you've been here for a while working, but for me and Connor, like we've mm. stepped in, especially throughout. Um, COVID and coming and going on to online class. Um, yeah. A massive thank you to everyone who's kind of put the effort in to get to know us a little bit and do the classes and come along and give us feedback because whether it be good, bad, um, constructive. Everything helps. It's, yeah, yeah. We, it helps us be better people, but better trainers um, and helps out like how we build programs for ourselves as well because, like, you know, it keeps coming back to that same point of you got to enjoy what you do. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. So I'm following from that. <laughs> Should we leave people with tips? Tips on, on how to get back into the gym if they find it tough. What do you reckon? I think we sort of covered that. Like, take that, take that small, take step. That small step. Um, like, don't have crazy expectations. Like, just yeah. start somewhere and focus on progressing yourself. Like enjoy the journey and don't just focus on like mm. the outcome like the outcome shouldn't be i want to train you know six days a week just be like i'm going to do better than i did yesterday or last week yeah um i think that for most people is where they should start like in and have that like approach to anything like anything at all whether it's your nutrition whether mm. it's like you know tracking or whatever um, you're doing in that sphere or training like just anything to do with health start small be consistent and aim for small, achievable, and make steps. your bed in the morning. Make your bed in the yeah, morning. Make your bed <laughs> in the morning, people. I'm telling you now. No pancakes at three a.m. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's a great thing on a Saturday night, but not every day of the week. <laughs> Hope not. <laughs> <laughs> There's me out the back. <laughs> Get me bowl out. Whisking up some <laughs> pancakes. <laughs> 
Yeah, if I start to get some, you know, a bit chubby around the face, you'll know what's going on. Three <laughs> 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 oh. a.m. pancake sessions. Yeah. yeah, not good. No, healthy habits are one thing. To plug your seminar, yes, um, healthy habits. That's yeah. one thing I think. So my need. seminar will be about building habits. Um, you know, good habits. How to turn bad habits into good habits? Because um, everyone has habits. You know, might not realize it, but everything is a habit. Everything you do day to day. Um, so yeah, my seminar will be the twenty second of September. Awesome. So yeah, it'll be great. What are you covering exactly? Like, how do you want to lay it out for your audience? So how to turn training into a habit? That's that's the main gist of it. So um, yeah, that's that's what we will learn if you come to that seminar. Got a seminar you'd like to plug, Jaden? Um, I haven't got a date on that yet, but it's going to be um, generally how to set yourself up for fat loss uh, with a focus primarily on managing calories and understanding uh, nutrition in that sphere of things. Um, but then also with like some practical tips towards other measures of um, fat loss, or not measures of fat loss, but how to implement... Um, dieting strategies into your life that are away from tracking mm. um so there will be a heavy emphasis on you know playing around with calories and understanding that side of things but then how we can also get to the same end goal through different means um stay tuned on a date but <laughs> <laughs> keep an eye out keep an eye out <laughs> you do that countdown thing you know what? Um, what no, I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, never mind. Fair enough. And what about your seminar, Ricky? Um, so mine is the seventh of September. Um, it's actually going to be a good one, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hope. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't, horn. <laughs> wouldn't go into it being like this one's going to be <laughs> good or bad. Come you, I know that I know that I failed, but uh, <laughs> uh, no. I mean, in terms of um, what it touches on. So I'm going to be talking about mental health. Um, and for a lot of people, I think that is something that is a bit taboo still, despite, you know, people coming out on social media and always trying to, like, put it in your face um, and speak about their experience. I want this seminar mostly to be about, yes, while, you know, it is um, di tough to go through mental health um, and the gym is a great place to come and kind of, you know, toss weights around to get that anger out and whatever – it's not your psychologist. It's not a place where, you know, you come and talk. You can talk to your coach and whatever, that's great. But you, if you're struggling with something and you need real life, real help, go and see someone whose job it is. Yeah, a professional. Yeah, a professional, <laughs> yeah. exactly. In the same way that you'd like see a PT A PT for, for weights, exactly. Yeah. exactly or go right. to your mechanic to fix a, you know. Everyone specific. Yeah, yeah yep. that is exactly right. Um, and also, so focusing on how we can fix mental health, how we can, you know, um, benefit from it. But also the flip side of the queen within the fitness industry, how, you know, um, lots of people come in. Um, you'll see a lot of social media influencers um, kind of <laughs> speaking absolute shite mm -hmm. about things that they don't know, about products that aren't actually uh, good for you. And these people, like people who are new to coming into fitness, how that can play a massive role in what they expect of the industry. Um, and I want to try and break down those those barriers to try and get people into creating um, healthy habits without taking away from your <laughs> seminar <laughs> corner. <laughs> Piggyback. Yeah, so I'll see you, Ricky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
Get so my idea. <laughs> <laughs> All starts within these four walls. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. Um, but yeah, that's my my seminar. Seventh of September, mental health. Be there or be a square. <laughs> yeah, I just, took the words out of my mouth. Um, all right, I think we'll wrap, wrap it, up it up there. Yeah, yeah cool. All right, all right, thanks, well, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Um, Come chat to us on the gym floor if um, if you get a chance. Yeah, of course. Always races. open to any conversation you have. Hopefully we can help. If not, then at least you get to get it off your chest. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to do with nutrition, you know, training. Or just Even a something like lifestyle. Just yep. Anything at all. Happy all right. to help. Cool. Thanks, guys. All See right. ya. Thank you.